Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. And in John 16, Jesus says, the Spirit will only do what I instruct him to do. He says, I'm going to send you a comforter, and when he comes, he's going to do what I instruct. He ain't listening to nobody else but me. And it makes sense now that the Spirit will listen to him because he is the Word. Stay with this now. Stay with this. So then, he is the Word. Um, the, the Father speaks him the Word, and when the Spirit hears him, the Spirit then has to move. And the spirit moves, and as the spirit moves, then creation takes place. So we see this moving of the spirit. One of the words of moving there is also the word hovering. So the spirit is moving and or hovering over the earth and getting things done. And it's almost as though, watch this, watch this, it's going to be so good, that the spirit almost forms a dome over the earth. Because it's hovering. Oh, man, it's so good. And so you see this spirit hovering over the earth, forming this dome. And the, uh, the reality is, Jeff, that it is the spirit of God that has dominion over the earth. Because it's, 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 it, it has control over the earth. And so the spirit is functioning with dominion. Because he is moving, he is hovering, he has control over the affairs of the earth. Are you with me? Can we walk for a little longer? Can we do a little more walking? All right, I can walk straight to the airport. So there, there, is, this, there, is, this, <laughs> there is this hovering, this moving, this dominion of the Spirit of God over the earth. The word is spoken and here comes the one in dominion making things happen. The Spirit is in charge of the earth. Things are happening, things are happening, things are happening because the word is being spoken and the spirit gets it done. So the spirit has both authority by way of dominion and has power by way of what is getting done in the earth. Power is the ability to get things done. Hmm. So the spirit of God has both authority and power over the earth. Now something happens, Brent. Brent, I know you love this kind of stuff. Brent, like, talk to me, Rev. Here we go. Now watch what happens. The game changes on day six. The game changes because after day six, the spirit has dominion, dome, ruling over the earth. And then God does something on day six that kind of shifts the whole operation. He makes man. And then in verse 26, 27, 28, he says, I'm going to give man Dominion. So once he gives man dominion, the spirit that once had dominion now loses his dominion. Because God gave the dominion now to man. So the authority element that the spirit had, the spirit lost. 
So the spirit no longer has authority, but only the spirit has power. He didn't take the power from the spirit. He took the authority from the spirit. And he says, I'm going to take this authority from you, and I'm going to give this authority to man. Oh, my goodness. And so now he got this thing, this dirt lying on the ground that he just spoke a word and says, this bunch of clay now has dominion. He says, you know what? This thing ain't going to get nothing done in the earth because it has authority, but it doesn't have any power. I got to fix this. Could you, could you imagine that you are in a building and you got an AK-47 and a security guard comes to you with a searchlight and says, get out of this building. Now you recognize his authority, but you ain't see no power. And dude, you can't, I don't care how much authority you think you have. When I can size you up and see I have more power than you, <laughs> nah, nah, boy, if you don't go back in your office and pretend as if you ain't see me, because that's what happens when you have authority without power. Once God gave man dominion over the earth, every man that was born in the earth has authority. But the problem is, we have the authority, but we ain't got no power. So let's double back now to this now dirt on the ground. And God says, now spirit, I, am, I know you had authority all over this operation. I am taking your authority away. I'm giving it to this thing on the ground. And then he says, oh, we got a problem because I can't have this thing functioning in authority and it ain't got no power because ain't nobody gonna listen to him if all he has is authority without power. So what he then then, he then stoops down and he breathes into the nostrils of man his spirit and now when he puts his spirit into man now man does not only have authority now man has authority and power Ooh. but the power that man has is not his it's by way of the spirit because outside of the spirit all he has is authority So now he breathes into, I out of time, boy. He breathes into the nostrils of man, and man is now functioning with both authority and power. Boy, it looks good in the earth, because man is now moving through the earth and say giraffe. He says elephant. He said, oh, I mean, I, that's probably not what he said, because they were talking English, but, but whatever they were saying, that, look, look, whatever it was, I don't know. Whatever the language was, I don't know. <laughs> I apologize, it, just, it was just too easy. So he, he goes, <laughs> whatever the language was, whatever it was, the Bible says whatever he named it, that's what it was. And he has dominion over the earth, and then he fools around, and he, he sins. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death. The moment he sins, he does not lose his authority but the power that he has is now extracted from him. And so now he's functioning with authority and no power. And so now we're watching man in the earth. 
and you read your Bible, the only time you see power in the earth is when the Bible says in the Old Testament, and the Spirit of God came upon. The Spirit of God came upon Elijah. Spirit of God came upon Moses. Spirit of God came upon David. Spirit of God came upon. And the only time we saw power manifested was when the Spirit of God came upon someone because outside of that, they, all they had was authority, but no power. <sighs> 12, 15. Let's go a little bit more. A little more. So, this whole scenario then, let me, I, I said this on Tuesday, let me just give this to you, just open bracket here. This is why we have to be so careful with our children. I said this to you that um, it would have been so amazing if Cain and Abel were born before Adam sinned. Because if they were born before Adam's sin, they would have been born looking like God, having dominion and authority. But they were born after the fall, and so now we see David saying that we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. This is why once you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you have a responsibility now to watch over your children because they came out of you, and when they came out of you, they were born in sin and shaped in iniquity, and the fact that they were born in sin and shaped in iniquity, the devil believes he has right to them. Because I said this on, oh God, y'all should come Tuesday, y'all make me repeat everything. I said this on Tuesday, the problem with the believer that sins is not that they go to hell. When the believer sins, hell goes to him. We'll say it again. When the believer sin, he doesn't go to hell. When the believer sin, he gives hell access to him. One more time for your good, sanctified, church of God, Pentecostal mind. Sin doesn't put the believer in hell. Sin puts hell in the believer. Now the problem is, if enough hell gets in you, it'll cause you to stop believing. And then you become hell material. You become flammable. Combustible. Yeah. Glory to God. You close the door to sin in your life, and then there's an installation formed around you. But if you fool around, and start playing around and keep playing around with sin. You open doors, you open gateways, and hell starts coming up on the inside of you. And that's how you start getting pulled down. Close bracket. So he says, watching man now, functioning with authority, without power, he realizes we got a problem. So he comes now in Acts 1 and 8. And he says, here's what's going to happen. Acts 1 and 8. Come on, girlfriend. He says... And you shall receive what? Glory to God. He says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You're going to receive power after the Holy Ghost 
is come upon you. This word power. See, power has two words, has two definitions in Scripture in the New Testament. One is uh, exousia. The other is dunamis. Exousia speaks to authority. You would see in Matthew chapter 10, this is in the notes, but this is like, yeah, the Holy Ghost talking now. In Matthew chapter 10, the Bible says that he called the disciples together and he gave them power and sent them out. What he gave them in Matthew 10 was authority. He gave them exousia. Uh, the problem with exousia is that exousia is delegated authority. And what you got to understand is that if I delegate authority, you cannot delegate what's being delegated to you. So if I'm leaving here and I say, Lexus, I'm leaving you to do this, that, and that. When I leave, Lexus cannot say, Stafford, I want you to do what Pastor asked me to do. Lexus is out of order because you don't have the right to delegate what's being delegated. Because truth be told, you don't have authorship. You aren't the one through which this came out of. So you don't have the right to release it to nobody else. So the problem with us with just authority is that we cannot pass authority on. But then you see in Acts, in Matthew 10, he gave them um, exousia. He talked about the exousia that they had. But then now in Acts 1, he says power. You're going to see power. This word Acts 1 is the word dunamis. Now the thing about dunamis, dunamis is an inherent, say inherent. That means it's in you. He says an inherent power that has the ability to reproduce. It has the ability to be passed on. When you get dunamis, now you have the ability not just to function with authority, but you can pass power on. How are we doing? Okay. Can we take one more dive? This is the last dive. This is the Luke 11 dive. Now watch this, Brent. This is going to be heavy because now we're going to prayer, Robin. Robin, don't pull me. I know you're going to go to prayer, Robin. Let's pull you hard. Make you talk for, for an hour. Don't pull me, Robin. Just, just, just let me drop this and just leave it on the ground. Here comes Luke 11. He says, ask, seek, and knock. And when you ask, seek, and knock, I opened this last time and I'm going to give it to you now. Heavy now. Get it. When you ask, seek, and knock, he says, the father, verse 13, verse 13, girlfriend, he says, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Now, what you have to understand is Luke chapter 11 is a teaching on prayer. Luke 11 verse 1 begins with the disciples saying, Jesus, teach us how to pray. He then tells them the Lord's Prayer, and then he tells them further a parable about someone that comes to his friend for bread. He then teaches them about intercession. And then he continues to say, now, um, because in that, in that teaching about intercession, the person was very persistent. They asked, they sought, and they knocked. And so he is saying then, this whole teaching on prayer, he culminizes with verse number 13 by saying, I said culminizes? That should have been culminates. Yeah, but it sounded good though, culminizes. He culminates with this start that says, he says, in prayer then, beloved, when you are praying, ask, seek, and knock continuously until you get the Holy Ghost. He says, tell them, Denzel, 
that they've been approaching prayer wrong. Some people have been seeing prayer as the vehicles to get answers. He says, prayer don't give you answers. He says the destiny, I said, God, what did you just say? He says, let me say it again, boy. Prayer don't give you answers. I said, God, I've been telling people that all my life. I've been on this, you pray so you can get answers. He says, nah, bro. Prayer. Prayer don't give you answers. He said, that's why you've been frustrated in prayer. Your frustration in prayer and the reason you could pray all your life and never get nothing is because you didn't even know what to look for. You were looking for the, he said, prayer don't give you stuff. <laughs> and I said, but God, they told me no prayer. No power. More prayer. More power. And then they topped off much prayer. Much power. He said, they lied. I say, what? Oh, Y'all, don't, don't stop watching TV now. Stay with us. Stay on cable to help you to get this. He says, prayer don't give you power. Holy Ghost does. What prayer does, prayer gives you Holy Ghost. And what you've been doing is that prayer has been giving you Holy Ghost and you walked past the Holy Ghost because you was looking for something else. So you were in prayer and the Holy Ghost came and you got upset because you didn't get your answers. Your answers don't come through prayer. The Holy Ghost comes through prayer. But then, when you double back to Genesis, you realize, hold on, the Holy Ghost was the, was the operation that was doming over the earth, making everything happen that happened. And you just gave me the Holy Ghost. So the power that made everything happen that happened is what he gives you when you pray. Now watch this. He says, now here's what happens. He says, the formula in the beginning, God Almighty, was God, the Son, and the Spirit. God, the Son, I showed all that. God, God the Father. He spoke, the Son, Spirit made it happen. That's how things happen in the earth. He says, now, I need men to always pray and not faint. I need y'all to always pray. Because when you pray and not faint, I can show you how you can create God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. He says, so here's what happens. When you pray, and I said the Holy Ghost, now you, you become me. So now you are God. You pray, and I give you the Holy Ghost 
which now releases a word to you because the Holy Ghost brings back to your memory what God has said concerning you. So the first thing the Holy Ghost does when he shows up is he reminds you of what God has said. Because that's his ultimate job is to bring back to your recollection. He causes you to remember. And so you went into prayer with something on your mind and he answers you by sending the Holy Ghost. When he sends the Holy Ghost, the first thing the Holy Ghost will do is bring a word to you. Glory to God. He will tell you something that God has said. And so now, I told you, number one, you is God. So you are God. You're acting as God acted in Genesis chapter 1. You're now God. The Holy Ghost comes on the scene, and the Holy Ghost brings you a word. So now you got Jesus. Because the word is the Son. So the Holy Ghost comes, gives you a word. Now you need one more person. The Holy Ghost is acting as himself. You watch the movie where you say special guest, guest, guest uh, actor or guest star is, you know, Hulk Hogan acting as Hulk Hogan. He, he is acting as himself. You are acting as God. The word that you receive is acting as the Son. And the Holy Ghost is acting as himself. And so now, because the Bible says that he has the power to call things to be as they were, you act as God, you have that same power now. So now you, God, the word you speak is Jesus. And now the Holy Ghost is the power to get it done. And so what, G, what God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost did in Genesis 1, from Genesis 1 to 25, and caused things to manifest in the earth, when you pray and he sends the Holy Ghost to you, now you become God, the word you speak becomes the Son, and the Spirit acting as himself is now the one with the power, and now everything that you saw happen in creation, you as a believer have the power to do the exact same thing. So prayer is no longer work. Prayer is, come Holy Ghost. Come Holy Ghost. The, the joy in prayer is when the Holy Ghost shows up. Yes. See, see, we get tired praying because we get tired of stuff to say. Prayer is not about stuff saying. Prayer is about an arrival. Prayer is about an entrance. Glory to God. You pray until he walks. I get more excited than y'all. Let me stop. Delegate can play this keyboard. You pray until he walks in the room. And when he walks in the room, you go back to Genesis chapter 1. And now you got the Holy Ghost. You got the Word. You got God in there. And now anything that you want done. I'm finished. I'm stopping. You got that? For real, you got that? So now this changes everything about prayer. Because now, I'm not praying for things. You, been get, you don't pray for things. You pray for him. Ask, seek, knock, and I'll send the Holy Ghost. And that's why he says, you don't even know what to ask for. But the Spirit will make intercession. You don't know what to pray. That's Romans 8, by the way. You don't know what to ask for. You don't know what to pray for. And that's why you need the Spirit. And so the first, the, your work ends when he shows up. 
Because now he shows up. So the truth be told, the first, the first part of your prayer is all about getting him. What about what I'm praying for? Just calm down. Because he didn't know what you need before you even ask him. He didn't know what you was kneeling down for. You think he, know, you think he see when you're going to kneel down? He know what you was kneeling down for. Or sitting in your, your, your prayer chair. So, okay. this, it's my prayer chair. I got a prayer chair. I don't get nobody saying, I got a prayer chair. Anybody else got a prayer chair? I got a prayer chair. That's that chair is going to, and that's it. That's, that's when somebody was sitting in that chair the other day, and I was like, you're a day in my prayer spot. I don't like nobody sitting there. That, that's, that's my prayer chair. Yeah, and I go in that place, and God says, when you go in that space, your goal is come Holy Spirit. And once the Holy Spirit comes, now the journey begins. And that is the way to get guaranteed 100 proof answered the prayer. Your prayer will always be answered. When you see it through that lens. If you receive something this morning, clap your hands and give God. Glory. Father, breathe on this word today. Let it find rest on the inside of us. Let the full weight of the revelation of what you spoke in here go and become real to us. Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ooh, yes, Lord. Let it fall upon us fresh. Let the revelation, the weight of your word shift our approach to entering your presence in prayer and cause us now to begin to create in our prayer <laughs> to begin to create things and cause things to manifest as we walk in a new level of revelation and understanding so let this information become revelation and cause there to be a process of assimilation that we will understand soak on it chew on it until understanding comes God we know the next step then will be that of manifestation. Anyone in this room, Father God, that's not in relationship with you, that's not in right standing with you, I pray for conviction to come to them now. Not at the sound of my voice, but at the leading of your spirit. You says that you will draw them. So I pray for every unsaved one in this room right now, I pray for conviction to come to them. And for them to come into fellowship with you. In the name of Jesus the Christ. Thank you, God, for those who are making a decision in this room right now to give you their lives. Give your name praise for persons being saved all over this room. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and give God praise. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. Our Sunday morning worship service begins at 9.30 a.m. and our Tuesday night Bible study begins at 6 p.m. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.